Can we just give ourselves a round of applause, man? Because season one is coming to a close very soon. Y'all can't see this, but we're doing this over Zoom. And this man, Levante, uh, was clapping his hands in a circular motion. Which Young is, soldier, we made it. <laughs> which is a very dad joke-like, but it's all right. You feel me? Yeah, uh, we, we out here like young Draco. What about young Draco? <laughs> we out here like young Draco. What do you mean? Like what? Is 2020, 2020 was our year. I I guess. I mean, a lot of bad. I mean, not a lot of bad stuff happened to me personally, but the world, bro. I, we're not bigger than the world. <laughs> 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 but yeah, man. Season one, episode fifteen. Don't know what I'm gonna call it yet, but we're here, man. This is the season finale. How are we feeling? Um, I I'm physically I feel terrible, but um mentally, emotionally, uh I'm glad to be here once again for the season finale. To think that I actually made it to a season finale of this podcast is incredible. Um, but you know, we made it. Uh, you know, just glad that to build this from the ground up and everything so yeah this is real exciting man this is 15 episodes deep this is what we started this podcast late july so this is what three months in the making almost four mm-hmm. so uh i'm just really proud of ourselves and how we have gotten to build this from the ground up like you said a lot of learning experience a lot of trial and error for those who don't know, this is our second time recording this episode <laughs> because <laughs> the first one was not good to say the least. Well, it wasn't bad, but there were some parts about it that I didn't really like. And so instead of trying to put out a mediocre episode, we decided to just do it over again. So, yeah. So before we get into today's subject matter, we have a, well, today we're going to be talking about kind of what our season has meant to us and how we've kind of felt uh, up to this point. And we also have a Q&A session that we got some questions from some of our listeners on Twitter. And then I posted on my snap as well. And I got some questions on there. So for everybody who sent us a question, we really appreciate it. We're going to get to those later in the episode. Uh, We didn't get a crazy amount of questions, but we did get some pretty good questions. And we got enough for the episode, which is all that really matters. So we really appreciate it. And before we jump into the subject matter again, just want to say thank you to everybody who's listened to the show. Couldn't have done it without you. Well, maybe we could have, just kidding. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, y'all we appreciate have... y'all tuning in like every week. Obviously, we, we got to start somewhere. You guys are planting the seeds for us. And yeah, it, mean, it means a lot to me because y'all don't have to listen and y'all do anyway. And to, my friends that actually listen to the show, I, I really feel like that you're actually enjoying it and that actually getting something out of it, which means a lot because you're not just listening for the fact that you're my friend and it, it means a lot because I don't ask anybody to listen personally. You know, Same. I just put it out there and if somebody just happens to listen, then they do. So really appreciate it. But uh, yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and get into this reflection, man. So. As we're winding down season one, 
It's been a long journey. It's been, we put a lot of time into this podcast, you know, brainstorming, recording, just planning out the whole thing as a whole. Where did you see this or where did you see yourself at this point in time when we first started? So in other words, how did you think this podcast was going to end up? So from my perspective, actually, I kind of thought that this podcast was going to end up a lot differently than it has already. Um, I feel like we have like actually grown and that's, I know that's kind of cliche, but I feel like we have actually like kind of like grown. If you look back from what we were doing in like the first couple episodes, we were kind of jumbled. It was just uncoordinated. But now as we are at the season finale, I feel like we're more coordinated, more organized. Uh, I wasn't, I, I'm gonna be honest, I wasn't even taking notes in like the beginning, like a couple episodes, but now I'm taking like hella notes for uh, all these episodes and stuff like that. Um, I know you've gotten better with uh, editing and taking notes as well. Um, and then we, you know, we coordinate based off each other's schedules a lot more. Um, basically, we make plans and we, you know, we commit to them instead of just like doing things like kind of like out of the blue or just keeping things up in the air and stuff like that. So I feel like we've grown as a podcast. I feel like we um we have, you know, started to like really grind and like gain our identity, so to say, as being that undefined podcast. Because uh, like, if anybody were to ask us, I feel like, you know, we're like, we're ready for season two, we're about to take a break. But like, honestly, me and you, we're ready for season two, like, really. like. So I feel like it's been like a grind. I've been like, it's been a transition. And I feel like we've really like, actually seen growth within this podcast same because i remember first starting out i didn't really know how to do anything man i was you know looking up so many youtube videos like how do you how do you distribute a podcast like how do you uh do this and do that it was just so many learning experience that i had to just go get you know on my own I didn't really, we didn't really ask anybody for help, you know, like we could have probably, but we never really asked anybody for help. And that makes it just a little bit better feeling, I guess. Yeah. It makes like, it more genuine. It makes it a little bit more genuine. I don't have anything against asking for help because if I do need something seriously that I need help with, I will ask, but I just felt like this, something like this is something that I should probably try and learn on my own. So that's one of the reasons why I didn't really ask anybody for help, even though I could. And it was uh, crazy because yeah. when I asked you, because when I asked you if you wanted to do a podcast, you said no. Yeah, at first I, uh, I didn't want to do this podcast. Like I wasn't really into it. I because me, you if if you guys like actually know me, I'm more I'm not that optimistic. Like I'm optimistic about the some things, but I'm more of a pessimist um and obviously my life isn't that good so like I felt like if I were to get on the podcast like it wasn't going to be like good because I'm just going to be a depressing personality I'm gonna just be Mr. Negative and I didn't want to do that for y'all and I didn't want to do that to Caleb because I know that he wanted to actually really do the podcast but um you know after like he convinced me he was like you have like a different perspective more than like anybody else and 
you know, I had to think about it and I was like, you know what, I guess I could, you know, actually engage with people and like share my perspective. Um, my perspective that's like, I would say uniquely different than a lot of people saying this all I've been through. Uh, so many things in my life and stuff like that even if it's even if it's a lot of bad things you know I still like try to have a positive outlook of a lot of things so you know it yeah it was kind of like a journey for me as well just personally and uh, mentally just to get on here but uh, Caleb convinced me into it I, I was committed I didn't want to let myself down um, because I have fun with this. This has become like one of my hobbies and I don't really have that many hobbies. Like, and so I, I really enjoyed this, uh, doing this and stuff like that. And we really, we really got a platform now. Well, not really a huge platform, but it's just something, you know? And, you know, when I first asked you if you want to do the podcast, I remember I was just chilling in Muncie one day and then I got stroke of creative genius out of nowhere and I was like you know what I'm gonna start a podcast and I remember um 2017 the summer before I started college I wanted to start one and I remember recording part of one episode and then I never went back to it I just didn't have a lot of time to record because I had a girlfriend at the time and I wanted to spend a lot of time with her and my family, my friends before I went to college. So I kind of just put it off until recently, until quarantine and everything happened. And I had a lot of time on my hands. So I was like, you know what? Life is really short. Anything could happen. Life could just be taken like that. So, you know, what? I might as well do this now because what if later never comes? And, you know, we started it, we planned it out. I remember, uh, hopping on a Zoom call and having a list of 10 different names. Or we had a bunch of names. I think it might've been more than 10, but I remember we had, we narrowed it down to 10. And then after that, we narrowed it down to even more. And, uh, you know, there's that process. It, the process is so fun. Just, you know, planning out episodes and just bouncing ideas off of each other and things like that. It, it's really cool. And it provides a lot of dopamine to the brain, I guess. So. Uh, and then also it, for everybody who knows me knows I'm very much an introvert. So hopping on here is not super hard as you would think being an introvert and doing a podcast is, but, uh, there are a lot of things that we talk about on here that I probably wouldn't talk about in a regular setting, but I'm comfortable enough to get on a microphone and talk for like an hour and some change just about random things and, I feel like it's starting to help me open up just a little bit more, but I'll always be an introvert. That's, I don't think that's ever going to change. And yeah, it wasn't really hard for me to get on here and just start a podcast. Uh, Cause I know a lot of people will see somebody having a platform online or something like that and not even think that they have something like social anxiety or just anxiety in general. And they'll be like, oh, well, you talk on the internet or you make YouTube videos or you do this, or you do that. And it just blows my mind because anxiety and social anxiety doesn't look the same in everybody. So I think one of those, I think that's really important to me, especially, you know, just having this, it's, it's an outlet for me, kind of. Sometimes I'll, I'll <laughs> get on the microphone and just record myself talking for an hour and never release it. I don't show it to anybody. 
but it's it's a great coping mechanism for me yeah yeah for me like I had going back like I said I didn't want to be seen as like this like negative depressing dude this negative depressing guy so I created like this whole personality and stuff like that going back to the loner god shit and like all that stuff um I felt like I felt like I had to do that to make myself comfortable because I was just not shy necessarily but like it kind of gave me anxiety to kind of like put myself out there and you know I didn't want to like obviously I was going to keep it real and keep it 100 like I wasn't going to tell like fake stories and stuff like that like I was just going to tell like my story and my perspective so I felt like I had to put a personality out there to like kind of shield me from whatever backlash even though we're just starting out it's not like you know we're like already known and now we're doing it but you know just to prevent like anybody from seeing me like in a negative light and it's not that I was like not looking forward to the criticism of the show but I was just like I didn't want to be like catch that like backlash from like oh why is this dude on and stuff like that um why is he so negative why is he depressed all the time why is he doing all this and this and that so I felt like I had to create that like kind of like loner guy personality be like ha ah, this is why and uh, all that stuff but I, I hated that stuff I hated doing that it makes me feel bad kind of disgusts me to like still to this day so um but yeah I tried to basically rearrange that um I just wanted to keep it real with you guys because um you guys have been keeping it real with us uh you guys let us know when you guys enjoy the episodes you guys uh you know reach out to us and stuff like that so um, like I said, it's it's really been a journey for me. Like, uh, I've never done anything like this before. And of course, like I said, I didn't want to do this like originally, but like, you know, it's a learning process, not only just for me as an individual, but for us as like a podcast, like co-hosting a, a podcast, like this is really dope for us. Yes, sir. So that kind of brings me to a question that I feel like a lot of people would ask that are just getting into the podcast, if they do kind of want to get to know you personally, in a way, I guess it's not a super personal question, but what is your favorite episode that we've done so far out of the 14 episodes that we've recorded up to this point? So we've done 14 episodes, honestly. Oh, we've done 15 technically, but there's one episode that's not a part of the season, <laughs> the Kenosha episode. That yeah, episode was good. kind of tough to record just because of the circumstances, but I feel like uh, I definitely needed to, talk about that because I, I felt very strongly and I imagine Levante did as well but that episode was really I think that was a turning point in our podcast I think that was an episode where we really started to like kind of take this seriously as a platform Absolutely. you know um if I had to choose because we've had like because we've had serious episodes and we also have fun episodes um I really did enjoy the uh, seasonal depression episode that we just like recently did. Um, however, like if I had to choose, like honestly, like I guess my favorite one to make, um, there is an episode that uh, obviously uh, keeps coming up uh, within us and within our friends, and it's the uh, <laughs> controversial music takes <laughs> episode, <laughs> and. Um, 
honestly, that was really fun to make just because like the reactions like <laughs> from you, <laughs> just she, because I wasn't expecting you to like be wilding like every time <laughs> I came with a take. See, my thing is, my thing is about that episode is that I'm not the only person who thought your takes came out of left field because you came on that episode and started throwing out that was takes. the point. Like, <laughs> I don't even, I, I, I don't even know what your you were takes on that weren't episode, even bro. hot. Yo, yo, shit was mild. My and mine were hot. I came with it. I mean, I feel like my takes weren't <laughs> the most controversial, but yours. You said Tech Nine is the most underrated okay, okay, artist all right, all right, ever, all right, right. not just rapper. So, but that's artists. a good point. And you also said, and you also said a universally like not universal. I guess there's like ten people who like the album. But the big day <laughs> was a good, <laughs> was a good All right, album. Hold on, wait, wait, wait a minute. And I feel like most people would disagree, not just because it's a common opinion, but because it was not a good. All right, project, hold on, though. hold on, wait a minute. First of all, I do want to say this for the record. I stand by majority of those takes however there is an asterisk next to the tech nine thing i did say tech nine is the most underrated artist i should have said underrated rapper i shouldn't have said artist that i do take back that i do take back that's still but that's still a hot take though everything else that i said on all those takes the big day is still a good album tech nine is an underrated is still an the most underrated rapper, not artist, but rapper of all time. I stand by those takes. And and that was just fun just because I feel like that's like an episode that just comes up like the most. And we like always like have fun, like talking about just like all the wild moments from that stuff. Yeah, we're going to, we we're probably end up having another episode like that oh, yeah, in the future. Oh, definitely. Just because there are so many controversial music opinions that we could have gone over, but we were obviously limited by the time of the episode, but that episode was fun to record. And then also I really liked uh, both of our Rolling Stone, epi- Rolling Stone episodes that we did for the top 500 albums of all time that those episodes were the second one at least was super long i didn't expect to record that long but to get every album that we wanted to in there we it was almost two hours and re, or editing that episode took me a very long time <laughs> but uh we did it man i feel like that was one of our more creative episodes that ideas that i came up with i gotta give myself credit right, for that so, because you yeah, all right hold on right, no no no, no. So let me let, finish please, let me please let me finish. Let, i'm gonna let you finish i'm gonna let you finish right. But I had the best podcast idea of all time. (laughs) Yeah, so I came to this man with the idea to react to the uh, Rolling Stone top 500 albums of all time list. And this man said, that idea is dumb as hell. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Did not say that. I did not say that verbatim. That's cap. And I was like, what are you talking about? This could be a fun episode to, one, record and do the research on. And two, I feel like, you know, nobody has really done this so far. I haven't seen anybody react to this list. Then like two weeks after we upload our episode, one of the biggest music critics on YouTube, Anthony Fantano, uploads like the same thing. So I'm just like, all right. So we we're ahead of the curve. All right. So what really happened? Yes, he is right. I originally did not want to do it. 
um, I didn't find interest in it. But after I, like I said, like I started doing like research, really like kind of like, you know, planning stuff and doing my research, especially for that episode, since I knew that we were uh, gonna do that. And I actually really enjoyed doing that project and stuff like that. That's probably one of my, uh, I would say, uh, doing the Rolling Stones thing was probably the best uh, research that I've done this season. Um, and probably like my most fun, just finding like all those facts and stuff like that about artists, seeing some of my favorite artists and seeing people who don't belong on there and stuff like that. And also, uh, I, I went over that list again the other day. There are so many artists that deserve to be on there that I didn't say in that episode. And it's kind of disrespectful. Like the, that, the list is not that great, honestly. I thought it was okay, but the list overall is not that great looking back on it. Yes, I I would agree with you. But uh, another episode that I thought was really good was the finals recap episode because our NBA episodes have been really fun to record. And obviously we won't really have any NBA episodes for a minute because they're in the off season. But we, we recorded, was it the finals preview or the recap? I think, no, it was a recap. The 2020 NBA finals recap, episode 12. We recorded one time and then like halfway through, we got way off topic of what we were actually <laughs> supposed to be talking about. The, 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 obviously everybody knows that the Lakers, the Lakers won the 2020 finals. We ended Bro. up talking about the like 16, 17 Golden State Warriors. Bro, <laughs> that episode ended up being like three hours of us just arguing <laughs> about basketball <laughs> and stuff that didn't have to do with what we were when it comes to to when it comes to the nba and basketball well basically just sports like we will like rear off topic like so often and like it's just hilarious the argument was that we were talking about the best duos and obviously lebron and ad are up there and so i was like who are the top five best duos of the last five years i think i said I, and, and I didn't like the fact that he included uh, Kevin Durant and Steph Curry. And as I a don't duo. know why he I, because they were. I still they, don't agree. I still don't agree with that. Like I, my I, argument I for them being a duo was that they are the two best players on their team, and they are marginally better than everybody else on the team. Yes, Clay Thompson is an All Star, one of the best shooters of all time, arguably the second best behind Steph. And then Draymond obviously was an All Star at the time, but Steph and KD were marginally better than both of those players and everybody else on the team. So that's why I consider them a duo. Yes, Steph and Clay Clay were still the Splash splash Bros at the time, but were they considered a duo because they were the best player on their team? No. And yeah, but basically my argument was that Steph and Clay were the duo of the Golden State Warriors. Obviously KD came and joined them. From that point, that duo to me, became a trio. I did not see, like, if we're talking the two best players, yes, it was uh, Steph and Kevin Durant, but I did not see them as a duo. I saw that as a trio, just like uh, Kevin Bosch, LeBron, and Wade back in Kevin, Miami. Kevin Bosch. Chris Bosch. Well, Chris Bosch. <laughs> Damn, did I say Kevin? Yes. I don't know. Oh, I was thinking, I, 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 for some reason, I was thinking, like, Cavaliers. <laughs> I was thinking of Kevin Love from Cavaliers, and then I said Kevin Bosch. 
See, like, I, I really want to go in on this argument right now, but we, we'll save that for another time. Yeah, we're going to save that. <laughs> but that episode, all of our NBA episodes have been fun to make, like I said. And then my least favorite episode, honestly, it's either the high school one or the conspiracy theories one. The conspiracy, conspiracy theories one, it was cool, I guess. But my some of my conspiracies didn't age well. My whole thing was like I didn't like the title <laughs> conspiracies. The title the was key not of that life. bad. I did not like that title. I named it after obviously Stevie Wonder's most popular album, I would say, because or key songs in the key of life. So I thought, and I feel like Stevie Wonder was probably the most highlighted conspiracy in that video. So that's why I named it that. I don't know. I just, I don't know. Something about that title just throws me <laughs> off every time I look back at it and stuff like that. I'm just like, conspiracies are the key of life. Oh, man. That, I don't know. It's just, it's just something about that title. It just throws me off every time. But yeah, like probably my least favorite is probably the high school episode as well, which like I was originally like ready and like I like really wanted to do it. But then like after we did it, I was kind of like, Man, this kind of sucks because I kind of just not, I felt I like not I just trying to do a high school episode. I was really not trying to do a high school episode. I but felt you like insisted I, on doing a high school episode. So I was like, all right. I felt it. like I was just kind of like doing what I was not aiming to do. And I just felt like I was ranting the whole time and just being negative. And obviously I try not to do that on like episodes, but I felt like that was the epitome of just what I was, what I tried not to do on these episodes, but obviously I, I feel like I failed on that episode. So obviously my high school experience was not that great. So I probably shouldn't have chose uh, doing, <laughs> doing that, but you know, I, although like that is kind of like one of our most viewed episodes. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a lowercase W <laughs> question. What a question mark. Honestly, because I, I didn't have an awful high school experience, my high school experience was actually pretty decent, but sometimes I don't mind talking about the past, but in terms of high school, it makes it just made it seem like we haven't moved on. When in reality, we have, I moved way past high school. Like I'm 21 years old, you know what I'm saying? So it's not like I'm stuck on that like a lot of people are. And you know people who are still stuck in those days. I know people who are still stuck in those days. I just don't want it to seem like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I feel you on that. Cause like one thing like that, like I really try to stray away from is like, I mean, I, it's cool to like be nostalgic and stuff like that. Obviously we have like a couple of things that we're still nostalgic about that we grew up on and stuff like that. But, you know, I try not to like, stay in the past and I, I know a couple people that you know try to stay in the past as well so yeah I think yeah I, I just wanted to escape that negative mind space and stuff like that so yeah and then going back to our uh Kenosha episode the one about the Jacob Blake shooting it was that was a tough episode to record because I remember you didn't say anything until like almost the end and I was kind of well I wasn't really ranting but I, I kind of was, I kind of wasn't. I was just more so just talking about what was going on and what happened around, what was going on around the country and the protests or the strike in the NBA. And that was a really tough episode to talk about because sometimes you get numb to the fact of the things that are going on and the things that have been happening. And 
sometimes you just want to avoid it and kind of just shut yourself off from or close yourself off from those type of things and seeing it but you can't ignore it if you really care about it you know it's a conversation that continually needs to be had and that episode was really important then a week not even a week later Chadwick Boseman died yeah that then that was just depressing like I I I will still like never forget that like we were in the middle of like we were about to record. We were literally, like, we no, were we're literally record an episode. We were literally like about to record like an episode and this Cause what man, was that? Because that episode was supposed to be the streaming wars part two, and we never yes. got to it. And then yes. <laughs> right before we were about to record, I get on Twitter and Chadwick Bozeman is trending. And I was like, Oh, this might be like Black Panther 2 news, or it might be he might be appearing in like an upcoming MCU project. And then the first thing I see AP at AP News on Twitter. Uh, Black Panther actor Chadwick Boseman dead at I've 42 never seen years old, and I'm just like, bro, more, what is more happening? of a raw? Re- I have never seen more of a raw reaction from Caleb than when that happened because that happened like I watched this man read me that, and like I felt shivers like down my spine, and I had because... to look it up, and it was just it was like really until like it was like a moment like. Like I was like honestly really shook. Like after that, I was like, I was Wait. like, bro, that was because I kind of had a similar reaction to when Kobe died. Because I remember when I was when Kobe died, I was talking to my mom on the phone, and I saw the TMZ report, and they had tweeted it like, or I saw it forty five seconds after when they had tweeted it, and I instantly just froze up. I couldn't move. I couldn't say it. Words could not come out of my mouth when I was talking to my mom, and I was like. And they're saying Kobe died. And she was like, no, that has to be a hoax. And so I, I'm waiting 30 minutes later, just watching TV. Cause I was watching a college basketball game. I was watching IU in Maryland and they weren't saying anything. Then I turned to ESPN and the Pro Bowl was on. They weren't saying anything. I was like, so, okay, maybe it might be a hoax. And, you know, more reports are coming out, uh, LA County, police department put out you know helicopter crash in LA uh everybody is dead but they didn't say who it was and more reports start coming out as Kobe and his his daughter and I'm just like bro this is not real (laughs) like it was so unbelievable and that whole day was just a bad bad experience bro the world was terrible I remember going to class that next day there was just something off about that entire day bro it was dark i remember it was gloomy everybody it was just quiet on campus that next day bro i remember because i was still in i was still like basic training um when we got the news because obviously we don't get phones we don't get laptops we don't get any like type of technology but the drill sergeants uh no we had it was on a i believe wasn't it on a sunday yeah it was on a sunday afternoon yes because on Sundays, if we like were good, like we were able to like get phone privileges for like probably like 30 minutes or so like that. And I remember that like people like got on their phones and that was like kind of like the topic of discussion because we saw it and we were like, wait, Kobe, Kobe Bryant's dead? Like, are you like, are you serious? And like, obviously, like, they took our phones and stuff like that. So like the question was like kind of up in the air because people didn't know if it was like a hoax, like you said, or not. And then uh drill sergeant, uh, you know, comes into the room. He's like, uh, yeah, uh, 
it's true. Kobe Bryant uh, has passed away. Uh, he did die in a helicopter crash along with one of his daughters. And it, like, I, I don't know. The, the rest of that day was just terrible. Like, we, we were just kind of, like, silent. We were just exactly. like, man, Kobe, like, Kobe Bryant? Like, really? Like, like it, it really was. And I've said it before. I don't ever get too attached to celebrities. But when you grow up watching basketball, I've been watching basketball since I was, like, seven, eight years old consistently. And growing up watching somebody like Kobe play is, and then seeing him just pass away in the way that he did was super, super, I don't know, it, it shook me, man. And then same with Chadwick Boseman. Like I said before, I'm a huge MCU fan. So seeing Chadwick Boseman play Black Panther from 2016 to up until he passed, you know, that's a big, that's a big part of my life. You know, seeing him in Civil War and, then you see him pop up in Infinity War. Then you see him pop up in Endgame. And then obviously the Black Panther movie. I don't know, man. That really shook me. And then obviously 42. That's one of my favorite sports movies. And his biopics in general. And then obviously he had so many other iconic roles. But yeah, man. That was a tough episode to make, too. We had two tough episodes back to back to make. Back but... to back. Like, it was. And it caused us to not make a follow up to the Streaming Wars part, too. I don't know if we'll ever make a follow up yeah, to episode we'll... five, but I don't know. And then so much has happened within, like, the streaming industry since then. HBO Max is starting to come out with some heaters. I don't remember what I said mm-hmm. about HBO Max in that episode, but. They're starting to come out with some heaters. Even Apple TV has some uh, pretty cool stuff on there. But uh, there are a lot of updates in the streaming world that if we ever make a streaming world part two, we'll probably have to discuss. But so we didn't go over every single episode, but we went over a lot of the episodes of this season for the most part. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and jump into these questions that we asked for our Q&A portion of this episode because we kind of wanted to involve some of our listeners with this episode just to get some more listener engagement. We're going to do more things like this in the future where we uh, have our listeners participate in the episode in some form or fashion. So let's go ahead and jump into these questions, man. We got some pretty decent questions for the most part. And uh, like, again, again, we really appreciate Anybody who submitted a question, you definitely helped us out a lot with this episode. So uh, be on the lookout for more opportunities like this because they will come. I want to let you start because I think you got some uh, like they because the way that these questions were submitted, they were either submitted through our Twitter DMs or my snap or uh, I just got questions from some of my friends. They just texted me, but uh they were submitted in a few ways. We shared them with each other. So go ahead and ask your question first, bro. Like, what's the first question we got? So, uh, so yeah, one of my uh, first questions I got is coming from one of my coworkers, uh, my guy, Jason, uh, who came in clutch today, um, uh, coming in after, it, like, one of the people called off on, our, on my shift, came in clutch today, but... Uh, he had a question for us, and basically his question was, if we had to watch one TV series for the rest of our lives, what would it be? That's actually a tough question it's, for me to that's answer. Hard. <laughs> that's hard. I, I have so many favorite shows, bro. Like, I, 
I don't know if I can pick one, honestly. What what would All you right, say so, first? I gotta think about this. Um, for me, because like for me, like I kind of have to think it's like what type of like thing do you wanna watch? Like, like for basically like the rest of your life. Should it be an action? Should it be a comedy? Should it be a mixture? Do you want like a little bit of everything? Do you want something specific? Um, so for me. I would probably like enjoy like a good comedy, obviously something that I could laugh at, understand the jokes, even like, you know, stuff like that. So I would probably choose something like, like right now, uh, one of my favorite shows I'm watching right now is the uh, Bernie Mac show. Um, I would probably choose something like that. Um, But then like, I also, on the other hand, I'm thinking like, you kind of want to choose something that's like long running and like that has like a lot of episodes. So you like, you never get bored and stuff like that. So like, it kind of makes me want to choose like something like an anime, like one piece or Naruto. Cause they obviously super long and stuff like that, but it's like, well, one, I don't, I don't really like one piece. And then two, I was like, I'm into Naruto, but I'd never like watch like it fully. So I don't know. It's kind of hard for me. I also think of like things like uh, George Lopez <laughs> because I, I I really enjoyed uh, the George Lopez. <laughs> I feel like a George Lopez uh, reboot is coming pretty soon because for whatever reason, they've been the cast of that show has been super active on social media lately. So I don't know. I'm not going to like say that there is a reboot coming, but there has to be something maybe they're just having fun on social media i don't know <laughs> but uh oh yeah, oh i don't know now that i think about it like another probably good thing would probably be like something like the Chappelle show oh yeah it's coming to netflix pretty soon oh yeah that that's probably like a good series that would probably i would enjoy to watch like forever so i would I, if i had to choose like three like probably like Chappelle show uh, probably like a show like Naruto Shippuden or whatever just because it's like very long and then like probably like another comedy like the Bernie Mac show or something like that see, definitely definitely Chappelle show is up there see my thing is I have so many favorite shows that I can watch over and over and over again I got my uh, probably I would say top three Atlanta is my number one, but it's only two seasons and it's still ongoing. Like the, the show isn't over yet. And then my, to round out my top three, I would probably put The Office there and that 70s show there and it could change, but those are pretty That's much my top show. three right now. You yes, sure you want to put that, you sure you want to put that 70s show? Like that the 70 way that show, it ended? <laughs> see, all right. So here's my thing with that 70s show. <laughs> so that 70s show is one of my favorite shows ever, like I said, mm-hmm. but the last season of that 70s show mm-hmm. I will always have beef with. You want to talk about it? <laughs> because they replaced Eric with with that dude, uh, uh, Randy Pearson. <laughs> they, replaced, they replaced Eric with Randy Pearson. And Randy added nothing to the show at all. They let him date Eric's girlfriend for an entire season. And then on the like last episode, they were like, nah, like let's break it off. <laughs> And then Eric comes back for like the last five minutes of the episode, like Donna, I love you, and she's like, "All right, I still love you." And then they get back together, like nothing happened. I, I just have a lot of gripes with that episode. And then, uh, then Hyde, uh, the person who plays him, I can't think of his name, Danny something. He he got yeah. into some like shit in real life, and yeah, that makes me, yeah, 
that makes me yeah. look at the show a little bit differently. But uh, yeah, that 70 show is definitely top three for me. I would also probably put Everybody Hates Chris on my top five. Oh, even though it's only even though it's only four seasons, um, I can rewatch it so many times, uh, back to back to back, and never get tired of it. I yeah. would probably say something like I Carly because if if y'all didn't know, uh, uh, my crush growing up was Miranda Cosgrove, <laughs> so so I, I'd probably also choose I Carly even even though it wasn't it wasn't that long, but like. So if we got to choose a kid show, I don't know if I would choose or what kid show I would choose. I would probably choose like uh, the original Pokemon anime. And then. Uh, but there's been like so many like you told like the, the like original original. The original. Like the OG. The original Kanto like anime. Misty Brock. Like Misty Brock Ash. Okay. okay. I'll, I'll just make it sure because there's been this. This motherfucker has had so many. <laughs> I mean, I still I still like. Like growing up as a kid, like I watched most of the anime. That oh, I, I had, had that on VHS. To. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Like even Pokemon. when, uh, when like May and Max were there. Yeah. And uh, Dawn and Diamond and Pearl. I I watched it up until like that, but I haven't watched the anime in such a long time because I know it's still going, but yeah. I haven't watched the anime in such a long time, so I don't know who's on there now. <laughs> <laughs> I saw they changed the art style though, and I don't really like it, but I haven't watched the anime in so long. But I would definitely choose like the OG Pokemon anime. Uh, there's so many great kid shows that I would definitely like just as a comfort show, like Zack and Cody or something. Yeah. Let me ask you this: Would you would you would you choose SpongeBob? Uh, I don't I don't want to be that person. Me, but me personally, the, the like early, I like the earlier SpongeBob episodes. Yeah, but I I just don't want to be that guy. You know exactly. Like I feel you because like I know like a lot of people give SpongeBob like they discredit SpongeBob now because like the animation style and obviously it's a lot more kind of like dumber if that even makes sense for like a kid's cartoon but like i don't know it's, because spongebob it, has so many quotables bro i'll never forget it was the episode where uh i think he had bad breath and he was he ate that plant or so whatever it was. Yeah. i don't remember what it was and he was in the movie theater <laughs> and he turns over to the guy he was like excuse me sir i hope my ugliness doesn't bother you and then he was like not at all, not boy. At all little boy <laughs> And then his face shriveled. <laughs> That's probably one of the funniest moments of that show. There's so many like funny moments of that show. And then the uh, the old guy where he was like, "How many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man?" And then he was like, "I love the young people." <laughs> OG Sp- OG SpongeBob will like never get old, but like the new stuff, I don't I don't know, man. I haven't watched like any of. I can't. SpongeBob is so hard to decipher by season just from watching it as a kid because I've never actually sat down and binged SpongeBob. Yeah, I've, I've seen a couple of videos where like they have like the transition of like animation style. Like you could actually see like how different they've made like SpongeBob and like the colors, the textures, like what they, you know, sharpen what they don't, you know, stuff like that. It's it's pretty weird. But yeah, SpongeBob is it's definitely top five current kids cartoon of all time but uh i don't know if i would choose it maybe but to answer the question if i had to choose i'm like i'll I'll give three so atlanta that 70 show and the office 
I'd say Chappelle show, probably George Lopez, <laughs> and then probably an anime like Naruto or something. Although yeah, my that... favorite, my favorite anime is like Overlord, but I sh- I'm gonna just say like a long anime like Naruto. Yeah, shout out to shout out to what's his name, Jason. Yeah, shout out my boy Jason for coming in clutch <laughs> for me today. I called off people call off my shift like a lot. So yeah, shout out shout out to Jason for the question. But next question is comes from uh, one of my old roommates, Chris. Uh, I met Chris freshman year here. Yeah, freshman year at Ball State. So. Uh, Shout out to my guy, Chris, for the question. We really appreciate it, bro. But uh, he asks, who is your music goat and why? So this, this is question is a hard question. Oh, my exactly. Goodness. This is another hard question because I love so many people in music. And I think a lot of people are the best at what they do in certain avenues. And in the Controversial Music Opinions episode, I said that Kendrick was the greatest rapper of all time. But I think Kanye West, I didn't say this in the episode, but I think Kanye West is the greatest rap artist of all time because there's a difference. You can be a better rapper than you are artist. Now right. Kendrick's artistry is amazing. I he had he made my favorite album of all time. But Kanye West in terms of rap music is just on a whole nother level, bro. And his discography is and his just... discography, except for except for Jesus is King. I was about to say, I, 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 I know you love Jesus is King. You don't I, have to lie. Like I you don't, don't have to lie. Not a big fan of Jesus is King. Not a, I'm not even a big fan of 808 and Heartbreak. And I actually I like 808s. I'm not a big fan of 808s, but uh I, I do recognize the influence that it's had on today's rap scene. But um yeah, Kanye West, man, he honestly might be the most influential rap artist of all time. You know, you look at all the eras of music, 808s, a lot, that album sounds like it could have came out today. Jesus sounds like it could have came out today. Um, I know that the Pablo era was probably the craziest era of music that I've ever seen, just looking back on it. I will never forget people going crazy for Yeezy Boost when they first came out. Kanye made, Kanye somehow ended up making Adidas cooler than Nike to a lot of people. I never thought I would see the day people would say, I would prefer Adidas over Nike. And I don't think anybody else could have done that except for Kanye West, bro. He's done so many things that so many people have said that he can't do. And um, do I agree with everything that he does? Like I said, no, but I just think you can't deny his influence on music as a whole. But in ter- in terms of music as a whole, when it comes to performance and numbers and appeal, I think I got to go with your guy, The Weeknd, bro. And I really like The Weeknd, too. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, what you, you mean? Don't talk, you, you don't get to talk about the weekend. Okay, I'll say I'll say a little bit. Weekend. I'll say a little <laughs> bit about I'll say a little bit about the weekend, and I'll kick it to you. But I didn't really get into uh, the the weekend's music until like the last couple of years or so. I've been doing a deep dive of his discography. The weekend has probably been my most listened to artist this year, just because After Hours, my favorite project that has dropped this year by a decent margin. Uh, 
But the weekend, man, that man, he is kind of like he's almost like our generation's Michael Jackson, bro. He's huge. Like he's huge worldwide. There's so many people who love this man. And obviously there will never, there will never be another Michael Jackson. Nobody I think will ever reach his level again. But if anybody had to, if you had to compare and it's really hard to compare in the first place, but if you had to, it would be Abel. Say it again. Say it again. Absolutely. Of course, of course, uh, my pick is the weekend because um, the weekend can't do wrong really at this point. Uh, like you said, the closest thing to uh, Michael Jackson, and I mean it's still off by a margin. I mean there were concerts that uh, Michael Michael Jackson had. This man just standing on stage, people fainting left and right. This man turns his head, and people screaming louder than they were screaming originally. Like it, like. Michael Jackson was like beyond superstardom. Like that man was revered as like a holy being to like some people, but to like for, but that was the last generation for our generation. Oh my goodness. There is no one like the weekend. Um, I feel like the weekend has been putting out solid project after solid project. I've been rocking with the weekend ever since his debut single uh, wicked games um uh i've been rocking with him since house of balloons and everything so um obviously a lot of people know that uh my album of the year favorite album is obviously after hours released on my birthday x grammys. when album of the year at the grammys though yes Stop I it. hope it does, Stop. but we know who's probably going Stop to Stop it. Stop it. Don't put that in the air. But we no, just be realistic. Stop, bro. Caleb. Just be real. Stop just it. Be realistic. That's Don't put saying. that in the air. I'm being realistic. I'm being realistic. We have an idea of who's going to get nominated. I'm and not going to say who it is because... The Weeknd, After Hours, winner. No. As Stop. much as I wanted to win, we know it's probably not going Stop to. Stop it. We know who's That's gonna tragic. win. It's not gonna this be this is it. this is why you're not invited to the fan club. What fan club? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not a stand of anybody. So I, I don't want to come to the fan club. <laughs> but uh yeah. Shout out to the weekend, shout out to after hours, shout out to Kendrick, shout out to Kanye. So to answer your question, who is your music goat? I would say uh, Kanye West in terms of rap music, Kendrick in terms of being a rapper and, and I would his say, skill and uh, overall in terms of across all genres, I would say The Weeknd. I would say The Weeknd, which is For the this generation, answer. I honestly don't have an honest answer for all time. And that that might, Kanye, <laughs> Kanye, might, Kanye might be my answer for all time in terms of rap, but I don't know across all genres. I would definitely have to think about that because there are so many options I could go with. I like so many like older artists that I could choose from, but definitely this generation is. If Donda, if Donda is like trash, would you still feel the same way? Yeah, Kanye's paid his dues, bro. You think so? Yeah. Even even if like every album after like is like garbage, like. I feel like he's does his does, is his discography like still solid even if he like releases like, like trash after trash. Yeah, because I feel like he's eventually gonna stop making music. 
You think he's gonna? I, I do too. You think he's gonna go into like fashion? I mean, he already is. He's been in. Fashion. I mean, like you, like you think he's like? Because I feel like Rihanna is like kind of like done with music. I feel like she's gonna like. I feel like fashion is just like her thing now. You think Rihanna's ever gonna put out another album? I mean, I feel like she will, obviously, because there's a lot of hype and like she has a like people that want it and people will buy it. But like, I feel like she's like done with like making that her main priority. That's I honestly feel that. I, way. I agree. Yeah. Shout out to Rihanna though. Shout Love out Rihanna. Love Anti. Love your collection. <laughs> Are you gonna get some? Did, did you get some for your girl? That's a that's expensive, bro. I can't just you can't just gift that. To yeah, but it, yeah, but if it's your girl, then it's worth it, bro. I don't know. We ain't balling out here like that. You could do that. You could drop any on anybody you want to. Go ahead, but like, we got, yo, we got problems out here. But uh, going off that question, I got my guy. Uh, we call him Danny Phantom. He out in Cali. Um, yes, shout out my guy Danny. Uh, he Danny. says. Basically, going off of that music question, he says, um, what's your go-to song to put you in a better mood? So, like, if you are in a sad mood, what's your go-to song to, like, kind of lift up your spirits and stuff like that? Uh, I mean, for me, I whenever I listen to sad songs, I start to feel better for whatever reason. Same. But studies have shown, I'm saying, studies have shown that if you listen to sad music while you're sad, it makes you feel better. So that's what I've been doing ever since I found that out. So I got a sad, <laughs> a sad boy playlist. And uh, I, mean, I made a new one recently. So far on there, I got Feel No Ways by Drake, uh, Siegfried by Frank Ocean, and The Pluto Projector by Rex Orange County. But there, there are a lot of songs that, you know, will cheer me up that aren't sad. I Feel It Coming by The Weeknd is definitely one. Um, Check by Young Thug is like, I don't even know. I'm not going to say top 10 favorite song of all time, but Check by Young Thug is so amazing. I love that song. Everything basically from Barter 6. And then uh, again, from the Slime Season mixtape is probably my favorite song off of that tape. I, I, Young Thug is just a feel-good rapper, bro. Honestly. I kind of don't, though. I don't I don't listen to Young Thug like that, so I can't really say anything. But um. Um, for me, like, I, I really do have to create these playlists. So I, I do the same thing like you. Like, I listen to sad songs when I'm sad. Usually my go-to song, like, and I've been listening to this song, like, a lot. Uh, Billie Eilish's uh, Everything I Wanted. <laughs> I don't know. That song just, like, that song just hits a spot for some reason. Um, but, yeah, I listen to uh, sad songs when, obviously, I'm sad and stuff like that. But there are, like, a couple of songs that I'll listen to to, like, kind of, like, perk up and stuff like that. And if you know me, like, you would know that I have this, like, philosophy that there are songs that, one, it is illegal not to sing to. And then, two, there are songs that it is illegal uh, not to dance to and okay, not to get hyped to. That, what's a song that you can't not get hyped to? Uh, a song that you can't not get hyped to that I've been listening to recently is Whole Lot of Chavas by Sodom. <laughs> <laughs> you can't like be in a bad mood and be like, listen to like, like, yeah, you can't just like, sit I think there just, and, like I frown at your face. That just like, might be the Detroit in you, bro. That just might the be the Detroit fact that you're in from, me. 
That might just be the fact that Sada Baby is from Detroit and you're from Detroit. So that just might nah, be it. Like, you, you can't, like, another song is uh, Ellie Golden's Lights. <laughs> <laughs> you should have. <laughs> Bro, Lights when that song. hits. Lights is a good song. You can't be in a bad mood listening to Lights, bro. Lights is a good song. No, you know what song? I gotta make a playlist. Do you know what album is a really feel-good album? What? Funk Wave Bounce. Uh, Funk Wave Bounce is volume one by Calvin Harris. That album is a great... I remember the entirety of 2017, that summer. That's all I would listen to for the most part. I had a lot of great times with that album. So I have a lot of good memories with uh, Funk Wave Bounces Volume 1. And he said he was never going to make a volume 2, which kind of sucks, but we'll always have Volume 1. You can't go wrong with some Daft Punk. Shout out to Daft Punk. Are they ever going to drop another album? They, supposedly <laughs> that's not, that's they're supposed to That's not the Tron drop... soundtrack. That's not the Tron so, soundtrack. Supposedly they're supposed to, like, it was reported, quote unquote, that they were supposed to, like, drop something this year, but I don't think that's happening. But Daft Punk, I, I'm mad that Daft Punk dropped like a classic album and then just kind of like left. That's how I would be as an artist. I would retire on top, honestly. I would like oh. drop two good albums and just go away. I'd be while like Barry. On, I'd be like Barry Sanders. While we on this break, I'm gonna make those playlists and I'm gonna get back to you. But yeah, there are just some songs that like you. One, like, have to get hype and dance to, then two, that you have to sing to. Exactly. To my listeners out there, I make great playlists, themed playlists. So if you ever want a playlist from your boys, just hit me. To move on to the next question, it comes from a person that I know, but they wanted to remain anonymous. So out of respect, I'm going to do that. So once you hear this question, shout out to you. You know this is your question. But uh, what's the song lyric, the worst song lyric that you've ever heard? All right, so, go go ahead. You you go first. All right, so I've always had beef with this line. I don't, and it's not the worst line in the world, but it makes me kind of upset. So, on "Teach Me How to Dougie" by Cali Swag District, the first guy, the, the the guy who has the first verse, he ends his verse with, "This beat was bubble gum, so I had to chew it." Bro, that's not uh, all right. So, so let me explain why. So, no, no, no. So, let me explain why I hate this line. Oh my god! This man went into the booth and was rapping his verse, and then he's like, "Oh man, I'm gonna kill him with this one." And he ends his verse with, "This beat was bubble gum, so I had to chew it." Yo, it's not a that ruins the entire verse. Yo, it's not entire verse. It's not a terrible bar. And I'm bro. not saying, and the verse wasn't even great to begin with. It's a dance song. So I'm just like, how are you going to end your verse with this beat was bubblegum? So I had to chew it. Like, all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you couldn't have thought of anything else. Yo, we've, so context, we've been talking about this line ever since high school. Ever since we were in, in Mr. Fairy's class, we've been talking about this line. This beat was bubblegum, so I had to chew it. It's it's not even that terrible. It's not that terrible. My thing is, it just ruins the whole verse, bro. Like, it literally just ruins the How whole verse. How does it ruin the, like, whole verse? Because I feel like if you if you think you're coming on a track with a great verse and i don't even know if he thought it was a great verse he probably did you got to be able to wrap it up really well 
and he did not do that. Whoever he is, I don't know anybody in Cali Swag District's name. It's a terrible group name, by the way. But he just ended his verse with this beat was bubblegum, so I had to chew it. Sir, is that is and you know he thought you know he was in the studio, probably hype as hell, like, oh yeah, I just laid down the best verse of all time. His engineers were probably looking like, is that it? Like, <laughs> do you want to do a retake? Do you want to do that over? I'm just like, come on, man. Also, another uh, line that I have beef with is uh, from Ten Crack Commandments by Biggie. He says, rule nombre uno, even though nombre is name in Spanish. Shout out to my Spanish speakers. Wait, what, wait, hold on. Wait, <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> he said, he said, rule nombre uno. He obviously, he meant to say number, not name. He meant numero. Numero. Rule numero uno. Um, I do have to put an honorary mention out there. Um, of one of like a rap verse, and I actually really like this song because of the beat and stuff. Uh, it's like uh, IDK featuring uh, Thirty Rack, I believe. Um, it's called Poke Poke. Um. 30 Rack has a, like, ends his verse with, I eat toes, bone marrow on rose. And I, like, every time I, (laughs) every time I hear that, I'm just like, yeah, this man really decided to put that in the song. Like, and of course he says the N word, like, after each bar. So, like, I'm just like, man, this man was feeling himself. And he was like, I eat toes bone marrow on roads <laughs> i was like oh all right okay but and what about I, your guy what about your guy eminem what you mean on Spacebound, this man was like love is evil spell it backwards i'll show you yo that's not a bad <laughs> yo stop it y'all know what he meant spell y'all know what backwards y'all- Yo, I know y'all know what he meant. Y'all know what he meant. Stop. I mean, it's if he wanted to say evil, evil, I guess, but evil, no. Because what's funny is that I actually really like that song, and I've been defending that line ever since. Y'all know what he meant. (laughs) No. It's not a. It's not a bad line. (laughs) Yes, it is a bad line. What are you talking about? See, I could see we gotta have an entire episode dedicated to this because there are so many lines that I have beef with. So see, I got I got two more lines before we move on to the next question. Oh my goodness. So I got Nas on Can't Forget About You. This man said, Unforgivable, unsubmittable. I go by in now, just one syllable. Nas, <laughs> your name was already one syllable. <laughs> Nas is one syllable. This is one of the greatest rappers of all time. You would think he knew like what syllable, uh, what a syllable was. I literally just forgot what the second verse or the second line I was about to say. I literally just had it in my head and it just slipped my mind. So to answer your question, uh, there are a few lines that I think are really bad. And uh, oh yeah. My other line was J. Cole on uh, Dawn of the Dream 3. Stop it. Stop it. I let you feel like 
the shit, but boy, you can't out fart me. Man, what? You y'all gonna y'all gonna stop this young Simba slander? Y'all I'm not even stop. slandering J Cole. I like J. <laughs> I like J Cole. That's the thing. I like J Cole. Y'all gonna stop this slander on young Simba? I, I like J Cole, but that was a terrible line. Yeah, we're gonna have an entire. Yeah, episode it was. It was a terrible. Yeah. It was a terrible line. All right, we go. All right. Eventually, but yeah, let's move on to the next question. All right, so uh, my next question comes from uh, my dude, my guy, uh, Brandon. My guy Brandon, he in New Orleans right now. Knew him Shout ever since. No, uh, no Brandon Ingram though. Oh no, yeah, no, definitely no Brandon Ingram. Uh, maybe maybe he could like, I mean, he in New Orleans. Maybe he could get us like linked up. So Brandon, I know you're gonna hear this. Uh, so like, if you ever trying to get us some Pelicans uh, tickets, bro. Hook us up. Sure. Uh, but um he he asks, where do you see the podcast going in about a year or so? So uh what I see the podcast in a year, I think we'll have had a really big guest on the show. Hopefully. I believe in that wholeheartedly that we'll get a really decent guest on here. Um, I also see a lot more, or not a lot more, but a, a decent amount of more people listening to the show. You know, if we blow up, then we blow up. If we don't, we don't. But that's not that's not what I'm doing this for, honestly. This this is really fun to do. This is an outlet. This is a, a hobby, kind of like you said earlier in the show. And um, yeah, man, I think honestly the opportunities are endless. This show could be in a lot of places a year from now, hopefully. So, uh, what do you think, bro? What do you think this show will end up in a year, or what do you think the show will be in a year? I should say. Um, I am waiting on the Mercedes Benz sponsorship. That's all I'm here for. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm trying to be like the weekend. The weekend got uh, sponsored by Mercedes, so I mean, why can't we? Because we're, we're not international, we're not international superstars. That's why I'm, I'm your biggest fan. We get like send me uh, Mercedes, send us, send us some cars. Tell them to send me after hours on vinyl. I need that because I missed the regular drop. Uh, but um, I see us basically like I see us elevating like eat within each season because, like I said, it's kind of been a journey with this one, and like I feel like. I feel like we've been kind of like beyond expectations, like to evolve from what we were doing in like the first couple episodes being all scrambled and stuff like that to like, now I feel like we're more calculated with what we do and stuff like that. And, you know, we're gaining like a small following and stuff like that. So I feel like we get better with each season and then hopefully I'm just, just hoping we blow up. Uh, I hope we like. I'm not trying to like be like big, big, but like I mean, we could be a. I, I feel like we could be a predominant podcast. We have we start inviting guests. You know, maybe I can make my set look better. Maybe I could get out the hood with it. Once the sponsorships come in, I'm gonna be living out of a Mercedes Benz. <laughs> and you know, I I just hope for the best, man. Like I feel like we get better. Every time, every time we even like before we even like hop on a recording, I feel like just the thought process gets better. 
you know, just engaging in discussion, what we're going to talk about, planning stuff out. Uh, shout out to Mercedes-Benz. I actually like Mercedes, not just because of the status symbol, but they make nice they cars. They make nice cars. So, yes. That's what I'm saying. But uh, we only have a couple more questions from, from our listeners. So this question is from our lone viewer in South Africa oh, or internationally as real? a whole. It's, it's from the, the homie Maya. So shout to you, Maya, for <laughs> listening Maya. to us all the way. South Africa. Hey, I probably should have asked you. I probably should have asked you how you found us. But uh, yeah, shout out to you. Uh, really appreciate the listens. Shout out to all my people out in South Africa. Also, shout out to the people in Nigeria. There's a lot of stuff going on uh, in Nigeria right now. But yeah. Um, so Maya from South Africa asks, what is the best fast food burger in the States? Or not the best, but what is your favorite fast food, fast food burger in the States? My answer off top is Five Guys Burgers and Fries is always of quality, always top tier. Is it expensive? Yes. But you're paying for what you get. For I feel like so. the burgers are too small, bro. That's interesting. I don't know. They're I feel not, like, not, I feel small, like the burgers bro. are like... I feel like the burgers are really small, like fries. I mean, you get a regular fry. You just got a, a bag of greasy, <laughs> greasy ass fries. Like they, you, you basically paying more for the fries and less for like the burger. I feel like. Still heat though. I mean, it, yes. I mean, I, I mean, I love me some, don't get me wrong. I love me some five guys, but the correct answer, uh, Maya, you got to come to the hood. Now, we got <laughs> we got a burger joint out here. It's called Mr. Dan's. Um, everybody comes for a Mr. Dan's burger. Uh, let me. Everybody comes for a Mr. I've Dan's never, burger. I've never, I've never been to Mr. Dan. People who don't even live in the hood come for a Mr. Dan's burger. Let me tell you about this. So I don't, but but the thing is, I don't live in the hood, and I've never been to Mr. Dan. All right, so, so that, like, truth? are you telling her the truth? I'm, are you telling I'm Maya being the truth? straight up, Maya. If you ever come to the state, if you ever come to Indiana, if you ever come to Indianapolis, I'm taking you to Mr. Dan's burger. Mr. Dan, my mom. First of all, my mom put me on this, like, because I think they had one in like Gary, Indiana, when I was growing up with like my grandmother and stuff. And then I think we came down to Indianapolis and they had like a location that was like in Lawrence and stuff. Let me tell you, Mr. Dan's, first of all, I believe they're open like 24 seven. And let me tell you when me and my mom, when we went to the casino, actually like a couple of weeks ago, we tried to go to Mr. Dan's like afterwards, it was like one in the morning. When I tell you that this place was packed at one in the morning, because the burgers are that good, I'm preaching. I'm preaching to you. Mr. Dan's Burgers is untouchable. Like, I mean, it, it's good. It's quality food. Like, obviously, like, if you ever come to the hood, like, let me let me hook you up. Like, first class flight out to Indianapolis, coming for just, Mr. Dan's Burgers, just, just for, for the Mr. Dan's Burger. Mr. Dan, y'all y'all play with Mr. Dan's now. Don't. Nah, don't I've never Mr. had it, so I don't have. Uh, it's good it's i've had see because at uh one of our family friends open house they had a food truck and they had uh mr dance but i didn't get a burger i had uh some of their wings and fries and they were pretty good i've never had their burger 
So top notch. I don't know when I'm ever gonna go to a Mr. Dan's because I don't live by one. So Caleb, <laughs> I'm a DoorDash. You a Mr. Dan's burger? I I, I want to know. Actually, I don't even know if they have it on like DoorDash or anything. They probably I'm a, don't. <laughs> I'm a check. Yeah, they probably don't. But like, I'm a, I'm gonna ask them to start it. But uh, yeah, shout out to Maya. If you ever come to the states, and if but if you, I'm if you don't you come, to, I'm a hook if you, you don't up, Maya. Come to, Maya, if you don't come to Indiana, you can find five guys somewhere else. But if you do come to Indiana, five guys. I'm gonna I'll hook you, you up. No, guys. no. Scratch what he said. I'm gonna hook you up with a Mr. Dan's burger, Maya, and we gonna chill, eat some Mr. Dan's, and it's gonna be the best burger you ever tasted. All right. If you're lying, she's never gonna come back. No cap. To see you. No cap. <laughs> the second to last question is uh, from my sister, actually. So this question. Shout out, is, Caleb's sister. Actually, no, not shout out my sister. Because what you mean? She, <laughs> That's family. What you mean? Because, yeah, it's family, but she didn't want to give me a question for some reason. I texted her and I was like, hey, we're doing a Q&A episode. Can you give me a question? And she was like, yeah, why are you so annoying? First off, I'm not. And two, she, don't even, she doesn't even listen to the show, so she probably won't even hear this. <laughs> but uh, shout out to my sister, but not shout out to my sister. But anyway. So I wouldn't even count that as a question. So that was the third to last question. We got two more. What's, what's your next question that you have from our viewers, bro? Uh, so my next question, uh, this person, this person actually wanted to remain anonymous too. Um, so this person said, uh, favorite year in the past decade. Um, for me, I would probably have to say like, 2010 2011 low-key the younger the better like before before basically before I was an adult and not middle school I'll probably say like fifth or sixth grade and sixth grade probably sixth grade because sixth grade was lit even though I was I feel like that was a turning point I technically quote unquote had my first girlfriend in sixth grade I don't know if like we count that I don't really count it because I feel like people don't count that so no. you were like 10 bro i but like hey you know it's a turning point in my life <laughs> when she asked me out on the playground that was a lit moment <laughs> you hold that in like your highlight top. highlight of my highlight. life right there highlight of my life right there maybe she's maybe she'll watch our podcast one day and find you yo if you listen and then, like Please and then you can take, take her back up. <laughs> then you can take her to Mr. Dance. Hell yes. Oh my God. I don't know where you are in this life, but I don't know. If somehow you hear this, you already know. It's just Vante. You already know the you already know the socials. Feel free to DM me. I'll take you out to Mr. Dance on me. See, in terms of my favorite year, I have a there are a lot of periods in my life where it's just great. Obviously, there are periods where, you know, just kind of a struggle, you know, with first time dealing with depression and anxiety and just trying to manage that. But if I had to narrow it down, I find myself, and this is kind of a basic answer, but I find myself thinking about 2016 a lot, man. 2016 was a great year, bro. That was the first year I started driving. That was a great summer. Yeah, we're not supposed to talk about. 
Why are we not supposed to talk about 2016? Because there was like a whole thing. I forget specifically why, but 2016 was actually like kind of like a trash year. But like there was like a whole meme that like we started in 2017 that 2016 was the year that we don't speak about. 2016 was amazing for me, at least. I don't know about anybody else, but 2016, like the span of 2014 to 2017 was just top tier, honestly. I don't know. My first year, I I really, I really miss my 2017, 2018 was a pretty good year. I missed my first year of college like crazy. I wish I, sometimes I wish I could go back and relive those days, but you got to move on. But my first year of college was great. And honestly, there were a lot of struggles that went into my first year of college because obviously that's the first time, you know, most people are out and about by yourself for real, for real. Well, not for real, for real, but because you have a roommate, but it's really the first time you're out alone. You're not around your family, but um, yeah. Uh, if I had to choose one singular year so far, it would be 2016. But I, I have a pretty decent life. I can't really complain about any year for the most part because I never necessarily had a, a bad year. But yeah, if I had to narrow it down, I'd probably say 2016. I'd probably say like 2010, 2011. Every year after that got worse. <laughs> 2010 was cool from what I remember. And I have a really good memory, so I remember most things. But 2010, I was in sixth grade. It was like the second half of fifth grade, first half of sixth grade. Uh, I was a fat kid, or I wasn't a fat kid, but I was a chubby kid. That's around the time I started to kind of lose some weight because I started playing football. And I played basketball for like, I don't know, like six years up until that point and I was still kind of chubby and then that's when I started playing football and basketball that's when I started to lose some weight and maybe that was just puberty too but I was a chubby kid and that was around the time I started to become a little a little bit more fit so man was, to he was about he, Caleb was about to become the next KD bro like I'm trying to tell y'all bro who said that I was not about to become the next KD I he was, was about good. to become the next KD bro you was bro, good at basketball you- KD is seven feet tall. I, all right, I'm not seven feet tall. Hey, you could have been the next Kemba Walker. Nah, Kemba handles are too crazy. My handles weren't that great because my thing was I was tall as a kid. I was taller than mostly everybody. So they placed me at like center and like power forward when really they should have like worked on my guard skills. (laughs) So that hurt me growing up as a basketball player. So some at one point I was just like, man, I can't really handle the ball like a point guard, but I'm in there getting rebounds as like this 5'10, 5'11 kid. I'm in there getting rebounds, pushing the ball down the court, making a play. I was like, I was low-key like Charles Barkley, bro. I was an undersized. I can I'm about to say, I could not imagine you as a center man. Like that's I was huge as a kid, bro. I was huge as a kid. So they just put me at the biggest position on the court. And you could have been the next bam. Bro, I'm not seven feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> you said you was tall as a kid, so like I'm telling, like, kid, like as a kid though, like proportions, like you could have been than like the, I'm taller than the average like, person. <laughs> I'm taller than the average person, but I'm not like superstar. Like I, I'm saying you could just you work on those handles, bro. You could have. Could have been a yeah, but no, I didn't. I didn't know I wasn't gonna grow to be like six six, bro. Could have been the next Jason Tatum. Bro, Jason Tatum's like <laughs> six eight, bro. Anyway, 
So moving on to our uh, last question it's from our guy, Jeff. Jeff was actually supposed to be on last episode, but yeah. So uh, Jeff, shout out to Jeff. His birthday was last week. He asks us, as far as the show goes, what was your first thought on creating the podcast? So honestly, the first thought I had was it'll give me an outlet just to speak on some things that I usually would not outwardly express. Like I know for a fact that if I didn't have this podcast, I would not be really speaking to anybody for the most part, except for the people close to me, because, you know, school is pretty much limited at this point. There's no in-person class. I don't have any in-person classes, so I'm not getting as much human interaction as I want. But uh, and then quarantine. Quarantine was a big factor in creating this podcast because there was so much time and just free time to be used to do anything. And I was just like, you know what? I've been putting this off for the last three years. Later might never come. You know, life can be taken just like that. So I was like, let's just do this. So that's how we're here. For me, really, it was uh, like I kind of explained it earlier. I mean, like my first thought going into this was like, man, this isn't for me. Kind of don't want to do this. Like, I feel like I'm going to just be this like depressing person on here. Not really feeling it. These people aren't going to vibe with me like that. But uh, like Caleb said, it kind of gave me uh, once I changed my perspective, it kind of gave me, uh, like you said, an out uh, outlet to like kind of put my opinions out there uh speak my uh what basically what i see how i see the world and um yeah just basically give me a platform to where i can express myself um and we can debate uh everything from serious topics to you know just comedical topics and you know we could just vibe and you know basically you know enjoy doing the podcast together because like like you said uh quarantine really kind of helped with it uh, a lot of people became gained a lot of free time during quarantine and like he, like like i said uh he's been wanting to do this podcast for like a while now and you know we kind of just got the opportunity to do it now and so we're doing it now made it to the end of one season and so like you know i couldn't you know, couldn't help for any more than this. Like, I feel like this is great. Sure. And that was the last question for our Q&A session. We really appreciate everybody who submitted a question. Uh, this episode definitely could not have been done without you guys. And yeah, we definitely appreciate you guys listening to the show. So uh, hopefully we satisfy your answers. I don't know. We kind of went off topic on a few of them, but um yeah, that's pretty much it for this episode. So uh, as usual, we're going to go ahead and get into our two albums of the week. I think next season we're just going to cut it down to one because choosing two albums every week is kind of hard. But uh, yeah, you want to go ahead and give your two albums for this week, bro? Last ones of the season. So they better Last be Last ones of the season. I got you. So first album actually came out not too long ago. 
and it's by a band it's by a band who I felt like should have been on the Rolling Stones 500 list and I told this, this to Caleb after we concluded the 500 list um I feel like they at least should have had one or two albums probably like one but one or two albums on the 500 list uh it's by Gorillas, and uh it is their most recent album uh song machine uh season one strange times um i listened to this album uh i thought it was phenomenal uh they have uh features from everyone from schoolboy q to elton john black to octavian uh kano to jpeg mafia so uh it's a pretty it's a pretty good list i even got earth gang on there who's my favorite group uh, at the moment so they also have this also threw me off small note they also have like a beat from mike will made it and when i tell you that i heard that joint i heard the producer tag mike will made it i thought like my phone like kind of like switched to like a different artist but no nah, that's gorillas like they got a whole joint with mike will made it on it uh i believe it's uh dead butterflies with kano <laughs> and Roxanne, Aries, Aries. So, uh, yeah, uh, check that out. A uh, very dope project. Gorilla's been in it for a long time. I felt like they should at least have one album on the 500 list. But um, my second album is a group that I've been rocking with uh, for a long time. The group is called They. Uh, T-H-E-Y period. Uh, I believe all capital. <laughs> So, um, group is they, they've been, um, they've been messing it up. They've been, they've been putting out a lot of great songs, a lot of good stuff. Um, been messing with them since their album Hyena back in 2017, but they just recently put out an album called the Amanda tape. Another recent 2020 album. Um, I vibe with it has a lot of good joints on it. Um, definitely like a down laid back vibe to type, um, album so definitely would check that out if i was y'all so basically i'm rocking with gorillas song machine season one strange times and then they the amanda tape all 2020 album releases recently and those are my last two albums for season one of the podcast caleb go ahead with yours there are some pretty good choices. I actually have not heard either of those projects, but eventually I'll probably get into them at some point. But the two albums that I, or the first album that I have for the last two of the season is going to be Zoo by Denzel Curry. I know a lot of people will be like, oh, Denzel Curry is underrated. Denzel Curry is underrated. But I think Denzel Curry has gotten to the point where a lot of people know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> But, I would not uh, say he's underrated anymore. I don't think he's underrated anymore. I think he's at a spot where he's relatively well-known, but Zoo is just full of bangers, man. I, I really enjoyed Zoo on the first listen, and it's something that I've kept in constant rotation ever since I first listened to it. And I didn't even listen to it for the first time until earlier this year, and uh, I was definitely sleeping pretty hard on it. Ricky is a great song. Automatic with Tay Keith is a great song as well. Uh, Shake 88 is a banger too. And then Speedboat is probably my favorite song on there, but Denzel Curry, definitely a great artist. 
Um, I feel like he can appeal to a lot of different types of rap fans, you know, no matter what type of rap music you like. But uh, yeah, my first album is Zoo by Denzel Curry. My second album this week is not a super basic one, but uh, it's Yeezus by Kanye West. I know this album is pretty polarizing. Uh, I've liked this album ever since it came out. Check my Twitter. I said it the day it came out. I was like, Jesus is not that bad. It's not as bad as y'all are making it seem. And I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. Jesus will be seen as one of the most progressive rap albums that have ever been made. It came out in 2013. Sounds like it could be released in 2020. I will always have that perspective on it. Okay, so what's your... There, um, are there a few... Or is, it, is this what, what? What? What's your second album? Jesus is my second album. No, but no, but like for real, what's your like second album? Jesus is my second oh, album. My lord. All right. Are there a couple tracks on there that I don't like? Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Send It Up. It's okay. But every other track on there for the most part is it's amazing. Hold My Liquor. The Mike Dean guitar solo at the end. Come on now, bro. Chief Keith was great on that song. The beat was amazing. That song. The production on Jesus alone, crazy. So yeah, my two albums this week are Zoo by Denzel Curry and Jesus by Kanye West. Yes, sir, you got anything else to say to the listeners before we <laughs> sign off for the last time for uh are you gonna weeks. are you gonna give them like your actual second album or like my guy my two <laughs> albums are Denzel all right, Curry, all right, all right. Zoo, and Kanye that's how you gonna end season Jesus. one all right all right that's cool that's cool no that's it that's it for us that's it for me yes sir uh i don't really have anything to say before we sign off well i do actually but Thanks to everybody who checked us out this season, man. We really appreciate it. I know we I've really said this so many it. times throughout this episode, but like we wouldn't be like, you know, it definitely like doesn't hurt to mention, you know, the people who definitely like rock with us and rock with the show. Uh, there's definitely a lot of work that's going to be going into the next few weeks trying to prepare for the second season because I definitely have some ideas that I want to implement into the show. Uh, our Instagram, we'll definitely like make it to Instagram. I know that's probably an easier place to reach a lot of people than Twitter is. Our Twitter, it has like what, 30 some followers on it. And it's not too bad for it to be a few months old and not a lot of people that, and we haven't asked anybody to follow the Twitter really. So we've kind of just built that up organically for the most part. So uh, we'll definitely be expanding to other social medias uh instagram in particular i have a few ideas for that I have a few ideas on how we're going to present the show next season um we have ideas. a youtube channel now yeah we have a youtube channel now if you haven't uh subscribed please go do that um if that is your preferred podcast listening experience but yeah aside from that i don't have anything else um i feel like it's been a good season i feel like we had a good start um, I feel like we're ending it very well. Like I said, I feel like we have positively grown over this season, and I'm just glad to be a part of it. Um, and just thank you to everybody who's given 
giving us a try. If you just continue to listen to us and not just because, you know, like, like he said, we don't, we don't really ask anybody to like, really like, Oh, go listen to the podcast, go listen to the podcast. If you listen to it, that's fantastic. You know, if you listen to it, just to enjoy it um, and enjoy another podcast. That's fantastic. All the same, but we really do appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts. Um, just anybody that tries to vibe with us and everything. So, yeah, signing off. If you haven't voted tomorrow and Tuesday is the last day, the lines are going to be crazy, but please go do that. Be easy, stay safe, and thank you for listening.